You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 45 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Office Apps and Services MVP, Tom Morgan. Hey, this is Christian Buckley doing another MVP Buzz Chat. I'm here with Tom. Tom, hello. Hey, Christian. How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself, tell everybody where you are, who you work for, all the details. Sure. So my name is Tom Morgan. I work at Modality Systems. Um, I'm a product innovation architect there, which is like a crazy job That's title. That's very fancy. That, yeah, uh, wow. yeah, right. yeah. yeah, it's one of those. It's great. It means I can do kind of lots of different things and, and nobody really knows what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I don't know, but you have innovation in your title. <laughs> it puts a lot of pressure on you. You've got to, you can't just kind of, you know, exist. You've, you've got to constantly create. Right. So I, I spend a lot of time talking to customers, understanding kind of what their needs are, trying to figure out, um, you know, where where the market's going as well. And then trying to bring some of our amazing dev resource as well into producing, um, you know, products and solutions for the future. So I'm also a Microsoft MVP um, in the team space. So I spend a lot of time kind of thinking about teams product um, as well. And so what's your background with uh, what, well, of course, teams being a couple of years old, but I know because you also work with uh, Skype and one of you, what's some of your background there? Yeah, yeah. so I've been at Modality seven years. Um, I'm a developer by trade. So um, I've only come into the, the UC world um, in the last seven years. So I'm kind of relative newcomer to a lot of the guys who've been kind of looking and working in PBXs and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I'm kind of, I'm bringing a very developer focused kind of mindset to all this stuff. And, and it's, that's come through through link and then through skype um and then obviously onto teams as well um as well because there's a whole development platform in teams as well that's that's kind of built up around the teams um products as well and and, and that's really really interesting at the moment and and that's very some of that is still being built some of that's new some of that has been around longer and, and there's a million different places that can go and um, so it's a really exciting really exciting time at the moment you know, I'd actually like, like to talk to you maybe, you know, uh, offline sometime, a little more detail of, about that. Because, I mean, as you know, it, it's uh, there's a lot of cool things that are coming. There's a lot of things that can't come fast enough in the team space. Um, but one of the frustrations from a number of partners I know is that the the limited, you know, API capability with, with teams. Of course, you can go and, and build bots and, and uh, connectors and, and other kind of integrations that way. But... But as far as being able to go and and uh, really, um, uh, you know, build alongside it, inside of it, like you have, like SharePoint and other other products, um, it's just it's not there yet. Kind of, what's your take on where it is today? It's it's definitely a different mindset, and it's it's definitely a different mindset to how it used to be in Skype for Business because that was on premise. You had loads and loads of control over how those SIP messages flowed around your system because it was your system, and if you wanted to to kind of look at every message and do something in real time, that's totally up to you. Now that it's kind of shifted to Teams and it's it's entirely cloud, you know that that model doesn't really work anymore. So there's different integration points, and um, there's a new calling API actually calls the meetings API that brings lots of, of that functionality that we used to build in say UCMA for like IVR solutions and contact centers and things like that. You can now do a lot of that with the, the kind of calling API, but it is a different model because it's cloud-based. It's very, um, API specific, which is good. Like it's good because these are 
HTTPS API calls, this is a very common language. Like you don't need to be a hardcore, you know, developer in the UC space to understand this stuff. It's more accessible, right? But that comes with some limitations around what you can do. You know, you because it is a managed service, you you can't you don't get that same level of control. So it's it's kind of horses for courses. It's um some things are good, some things are bad. But I think the general direction of travel though is is more ability for developers to do stuff um that's that's definitely what we're seeing you know there's more like more and more stuff coming through the apis you know every every kind of three six months as well it's it's definitely still an evolving picture so it's it's, it's an exciting place but i think that's the other exciting part of it as well though is teams is evolving and, and becoming this great kind of tool for where people get stuff done and go to collaborate and go to to work on all their documents and it's becoming that you know, operating system for work, right? So if that's where all the users are, like if you're a developer, that's where you need to be, right? And and that's where your users are. Like don't make them go off to some other thing. Like if you can bring the data you own or the, the services you're all responsible for, if you can bring them into Teams, you're doing your users a better service. Yeah, I just had a, at this conference I was at in Copenhagen last week, there was a, uh, you know, there, there was a whole conversation. I did a, a half-day Teams uh, on, uh, workshop on information architecture. There are a lot of questions, just kind of side topics. Like, I didn't get into the telephony side of it. It was not what the workshop was about. Because um, a lot of the, the, the guys, that uh, the, the MVPs, the people that, um, you know, have been working in that space for many, many years, and as you said, you're, you feel like you're, you're newer to the space as well. They're all telecoms people, you know. They're they they came from that that voice um, side of things into um, into Skype, but the uh, it was really positive to hear a number of these end users at this conference talking about um, moving away completely from the Skype interface and just using Teams now and working with uh, uh, you know partners and you know each other that were you know through that teams just for the chat capability um, and so we start to see that adoption to, to, to start to pick up now that people yeah. are moving away from the Skype for business yeah and and I think there's a lot of a lot of the like people I talk to in that Skype for business world there a lot of the consultants and a lot of support engineers and stuff there's a there's a bit of a kind of a fear as well that everything is you know Microsoft Teams is becoming everything and, and like it was all going to the cloud. What does that mean? But I think that's there's a real opportunity as well because at the same time that all that's happening, data is becoming really important. And the way that things, what I mean is like around us as as we evolve and much much broader than Teams, much much broader than Skype for Business. But like the way that all the big problem domains are reducing down to data. So let's take self-driving cars, right? A really hard problem domain reduces data. That's happening everywhere. So everything is going down to data. So apps, bots, the way we communicate with our data becomes really important. Now that's a huge opportunity for communication specialists because suddenly that is super, super important when everything is just data and you're just talking to a, a bot or an interface, like that's really, really important. And these guys are, you know, communication specialists. So there's a massive opportunity combined with what I said earlier about it being easier to do these developed solutions. There's there's massive opportunity to join those dots together in, in some of the things you can do in Teams. You don't need to be a hardcore developer to take advantage of, say, bots. You know, you can go and spin up a bot in Azure and get it up and running without writing code. Like, you can start to understand it. You don't need to go on, like, a six-month training course to get started with this stuff. So, 
um, I mean, that's like an example. You take connectors, like you can make an incoming webhook connector, like hard, like like switch that up with PowerShell, because um, PowerShell is a thing a lot of you know IT pros like are really really comfortable with. They say they're not developers, but everybody uses PowerShell, right? So everyone is a developer. They just don't think they are. Like take those incoming webhooks, like that's suddenly you're starting to like hook these stuff together, and that's what what you get out of it is you know happy users. So it's um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Well, I, and I like the way that Microsoft approached it at the beginning too, with some of the, you know, the the the, the initial um, uh, bots and connectors that, that they pushed out there. They said, look, go take a look how I mean, a lot of them that were out there, and what what with anything new, some of the first complaints were like, well, these these bots are you know they're very limited capability. I'm not impressed by. It's like no, but all the companies are going and building the first version of it. They're experimenting, trying to understand you know, what, what can be done within this, this environment. So you're getting more and more sophistication that's coming through that, um, more complex um, integrations uh, and bot capabilities, mm. you know, plugging into other outside services. So you're just seeing more and more that's, that's happening there. But a great way to begin is go take a look at some of those more simplistic um, bots and connectors um, pull them apart, look at them, uh, and and make modifications to it. And yep, because they're all they're all on GitHub now. It's like new Microsoft thing. All the samples are in GitHub. They're very very open about stuff. Very responsive to the issues as well. And it's um, yeah, definitely. There's it's it's much much easier I think to get started than it was for sure. So what are some of the topics that you're out there talking about? Like what what are you passionate about these days? Yeah, so um, the calling API that's that's interesting because it's it's kind of new and still evolving, and there's not many people kind of doing really interesting things with it at the moment. So um, I'm talking about like how to, how you can use that to build an IVR solution. So like my demo that I kind of using at the moment is like a, a bot that you call in teams and it gives you the time and it gives you the weather for the city you're in. So that kind of like using a couple of different API calls to put that stuff together. So I go and go through how you can build one of those. And the weather's a nice like example because it's simple enough to do inside of an hour talk. But everybody gets that, like, no, you know, you don't want a bot to tell you the weather, but like, it's the opportunity, it's the ideas, right? Like, that could be my API for my ordering system or my products or whatever else it is for, for users. Um, so that's that's kind of an interesting place. Um, and then there is a general kind of uh, thing going on at the moment that I'm talking about around um, developing in Microsoft Teams when you're not a developer. So some of that stuff I was just talking about actually of of like, let's pick some examples where you, you're not writing code from scratch but you're taking samples like digging through them and just saying how hey, if i was coming to this for the first time what would i look at like if I, without that developer mindset like what do i let's just look at this and try and understand what it's doing by kicking the tires on it figuring out what we can change which bits we can keep which bits we never have to look at and understand because it doesn't matter let's focus in on the bits that we can change and make it work for us make it work again for like you know my system my organization my users um, to, to really get that value kind of high value quickly. So. Yeah, I think that there, look, there's always going to be room for that kind of help where it's uh, it's not just telling them, hey, look, this is what you can go and do. And look, I've already built this. This is how it works. But mm. um, walking folks through kind of step by step very quickly, but to show how and then build upon that, like go and build a simple solution. Now add some complexity to that. But those kinds of, that that kind of training you're seeing more and more of that like microsoft is doing a better job at that kind of content providing different use cases even you know industry specific solutions and then building content out around that but 
Um, you're going to see, we're seeing more and more from the community, of course, as well, but people just eat that kind of content up. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to know like what you can build and, and what's possible unless you see some examples, right? Like you need to start firing some of those neurons and be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Like that's interesting. I didn't know you could do that. Like that's, I get that quite a lot with the calling, the calling bot because you don't see many bots that you can call. Like you don't see any bots you can video call. That's also a thing you can do. It's just, I'll get there eventually. It's time. <laughs> like, so, that's something similar is in the power apps and flow world. I mean, those, those folks, and a lot of it, you, you could almost kind of see it in there. You know, certain people that I follow that, uh, you know, just in the progression of the tweets and other social messages that they leave, you know, on Facebook and elsewhere where they're, you know, definitely going in experimenting with something they're talking about, you know, building on and out of that and each of their aha moments that are sharing those things. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to kind of see that progression. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a really, it's an exciting place to be for sure, and it's, it's, but it's exciting as well because it's inclusive. You know, it's not. I keep saying, keep banging on about this, but it's not as hard as it sounds. It's not as hard as it used to be for sure. You know, back in like the UCMA days, like that was quite a specific technology. You needed to take on and onboard quite a lot to get started with that. It's not like that at all. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, very cool. Well, you know, it's an exciting space. It's, uh, you know, like, like you, I mean, I'm in there experimenting. I'm, I'm not spending quite as much time going and, and building, but, uh, but it's something that, I mean, you're exactly right. I, I, I went in and uh, for a, a client of mine that uh, was trying to convince him to go in and build a connector and went in and gave them, you know, showed us some examples. And so I went in and started experimenting with it to kind of show them the way and they took that over and, and added on to that. Um, and I'm, I'm a marketing guy. I'm not a, you know, not a dev at a, by any means, but, um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, you work in technology and you understand your business requirements. You can go and start, you know, uh, you know, playing with these different tools. And as you said, go and look at the, the downloads, the demos, the versions that are out there in GitHub and, uh, and you should find something that is similar and then be able to, you know, very, very quickly be able to add on to that. Yeah, absolutely. And just understand what's possible. Understand all the different places you can extend teams because, you know, there's, there's lots of them. Like we haven't even talked about messaging extensions. They're, they're like super interesting for me, but kind of, I feel like a little bit underutilized. So um, I always try and kind of bang those as like a good way of bringing in third party data. And just, again, it's making it easy for users to kind of interact with that data, not, not making them switch apps to go and get it. Um, and again, pretty easy to build. So, yeah. Well, so how can people find out more about like, I'm, I'm sure you've got uh, a blog and some content that you'd like to point people towards around this stuff, but what's the best way to, to find out more about this and to find out more about you and get in contact with you? Yeah. So, so I do blog um, as much as I can at thoughtstuff.co.uk. That's like a good landing place to go to. You can go to my blog from there. I've got a bunch of code samples as well. They're on GitHub, but they're linked there. Um, that's probably the best place to go. I'm on Twitter as well at Tom Organ, which is T-O-M-O-R-G-A-N. Um, but again, hit thoughtstuff.co.uk, like go out from there. Um, yeah. Did you say your blog is called Thought Stuff? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is very specific. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's always hard to find a name. It was, yeah, I like that. I like it. So, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Hey, Tom, really, I appreciate your time uh, today. Thanks a lot for uh, sharing some of this and, uh, you know, hopefully people will get out and take a look at your, uh, your blog and uh, reach out if they got questions. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for having me. Cheers. What?